This podcast may contain strong language. Listener's discretion is advised. Welcome to the Northamptonshire Football Podcast. We're back again. Uh, this week it's myself, Jason, and we've got a special guest this week. We've got Sam O'Sullivan Bar- Barker. Barker, yeah, yeah sorry. Yeah. Um, how you doing, lads? All good? Yeah, all good, brother. All good, you know how it is. Yeah, Sam, all good? Yeah, not too bad, boys. Oh, man, great to have you on. Um, any football this weekend, Jay? Did you play this week? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We had a cup game this week um, against Sixfields A. Lost 2-1, unfortunately. But we put in a good showing, considering half the team was missing. We had one of our midfielders in goal. They're not so. a bad team, though, are they? What are they? League one as well. So, yeah, what's yeah, that? Two yeah. leagues above you, like? Two leagues above us. So, decent, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was so, my first game back after three weeks out. Yeah, how was so, the knee? Yeah, it was all right, to be fair. Yeah, yeah held up? Yeah, held up, surprisingly. <laughs> how long did you get? Was it a 10-minute cameo or was it? I was hoping it was going to be a 10-minute cameo. <laughs> but after five minutes, one of our midfielders had to come off. So I was straight on, straight in it. So, yeah. yeah but it nice. lasted the whole game, so it's all good. So, Sam, you're involved in a few clubs. Any any games this week you've been at? <clears throat> we had um, Aztec away as Urchester. Yeah. Um, tough game um, we saw it as a loss but it was a 2-2 draw yeah yeah. Um, we really did feel that we could have took them to the cleaners there but obviously football's football isn't it things don't always go the way, the way it is yeah we've got Scouse coming up this week as well we've got an interview coming up with him um, obviously he'll give us his view on it I know he's, he weren't very happy with it but yeah I think that might be a little bit of an understatement but I'll let the gaffer tell you that when he's on <laughs> um, anyway yeah touching on we, I touched on it on the last interview but flipping these like Arsenal fans um, yeah, give me a bit of a hard time there. Uh, what did you make of the Arsenal Spurs game? Well, obviously, it's a good weekend for us. Like, 3 1 win, like, decent, like, put them to the sword. It's all good. We happy with performance, like? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The lads, they, they play quality. Obviously, Arsenal this year, after about 10 years of absolute rubbish, like, watching them now, it's a joy, man. It's funny the Arsenal fans have come out of the woodwork again now, yeah, yeah, compared yeah, to back yeah. in the day. Yeah, can't wait till after Christmas when it all collapses in on them again. Do you want to talk about your team, Sam? Uh, not really, but I'm supposed to have to. I'm a Leeds <laughs> fan. Um, I thought the referee was terrible. Utter terrible. Um, Sinistera. Didn't even see the second yellow at first, to be fair, until they cut back to the cameras and any other game, even at our levels, boys, that would be just yeah. a little stern talking to, not a yellow yeah. card. <laughs> Um, and the, the ref's matrix movement out the way for Villa was outrageously, <laughs> outrageously bad for us. But it is what it is, isn't it? What do you think of Villa? Right there, do you think they're coming back again? I know Gerard was under a lot of stick there, wasn't he? Um, he is. Um, but from a Leeds point of view, he's obviously got Gary Mack as the assistant manager, um, who knows what he's talking about in these leagues. He's been around yeah. for a long time. Very, very good coach. Um, team-wise. I think they've done a decent bit of recruiting. Um, is it Conso or Kenso, the right midfielder? He looks something special yeah, to me, to be fair. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Leon Bailey for Villa, obviously, he always stands out for me. He's unreal, yeah, I think. He's a great player, signing he for them. I know it's it was that oh, the year before, I think, wasn't it? But yeah, it was from a German club, wasn't he? Yeah, he, uh, Leverkusen, wasn't it? Mm. But he's coming good now, I think. Um, yeah, we don't really want to talk about him, to be fair. <laughs> I'm sure we want to talk about United, <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. Go on, then, go on, um, so... What did you make of that game? Obviously, City, Haaland, different class, isn't he? Is he even human? Is yeah, he not a robot? Yeah. Like, seriously, did you see the comment that um, one of their City defenders put on his hat-trick ball? It was like, I've signed more hat-trick balls for you than I have contracts myself. It's mad, <laughs> isn't it? It's mad. Oh, I see yeah. that stat that come out of line. Was it, was it 80-something games for the next 
person on the list that got three hat tricks and he's done it in eight games, something stupid like that. It's mad, isn't it? It's crazy, isn't it? He's but he's consistent big. all round. So I've obviously with some of the roles that I've had when I was at Odeness, um, we saw him at some of the like the other clubs that he was oh, at, really? and he looked incredible. Mm. Um, I don't understand why people have not took a bigger punt on him much earlier in his yeah, career, yeah. to be honest. Uh, I see that interview of him and Gary Neville. Gary Neville said, like, your manager at Moulder, come to United. Why are you not at United? Um, oh, I wish we had something like that. He's just unreal. Yeah. Yeah, he really is. He's just everything more, isn't he? And what is he, 21 or 22? It's not, he's not old, yeah, is he? He could break every goal-scoring record yeah. going. He's unreal, man. Unreal. I think, you know, from a United point of view, though, I think we were lucky to get away with 6-3. I think that, if you didn't see the game and seen the 6-3, I think... You know, look, it sounds like a good game, but well, we six one down at one stage. Yeah, we just, no, we were crap. <laughs> we did were did crap. you throw Fred on to try and uh, <laughs> yeah, to release some of the pressure? Yeah. Fields, yeah. <laughs> to be what, fair, it, here's a question for you as a United fan: Why was Ronaldo not playing? It's a big derby game. He knows all about. He's the got he's, the derby, he's got to leave for himself. I think in January. I think obviously it's clear the manager don't want him there. Obviously, he didn't fit his his style of play. Um, I thought he was going to leave in the summer. He didn't, but I think he'll definitely go this what in January. Like, oh, I don't want him to. I like him. He's a club legend. You know what I mean? Yeah, just... he, he would have put in a shift in that game. You could have played him as a number nine down the middle, so he don't have to track back, do all this stuff. That obviously Ten Hag wants him to all this pressing, all this and that. Just he's not that type of player, is he? Just, just leave him up there and. He'll do his things, you know what I mean? There's many players before in the Premier League that you just let, like Dennis Bergkamp at Arsenal, yeah. prime example. You don't give him any instruction. You just no. put him on the pitch and no, let him do what he does best. puts in the hard work, yeah. so he don't have to. You just let him do what he does. From yeah. a scouting point of view, boys, obviously you've probably not seen this, but his son's, his son's at, I think it's United. Yeah. And he's been banging in goals left, right and yeah. centre. Is he already. in the same team as Rooney's son yeah, as well? Both yeah. Together. Yeah. I think they're both in doing well, aren't they? Anyway, moving on from that. Horror show, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> so we'll talk about you a little bit, Sam. Anyway, um, so you're the head of scouting there at Urchester. Uh, I am indeed, yeah. So did that come about? We coaching there with scouts, and then you moved into that, or was that? Was um, that so first? it's kind of a dual role in that sense. So um, me, myself, and scouts, and Callum Langdon, uh, who's the assistant manager, we all kind of were at Moulton together for a little bit. Um, basically, showed scouts a few scout reports of the games that I'd watched at Moulton, and he was like, "Yeah, we need somebody like you on board." Um, so when we moved from there, we all went to Urchester as well. Um, and what we scout for basically for Urchester, um, obviously opposition videos are a little bit harder to come by at this level, yeah. as you can imagine. So what we do is either I go out on a Sunday, have a little look around at some of the Sunday leagues, um, our video scouts, which there are quite a few of, um, around nine, ten of them at the minute. Um, but that has gone up and down. Um, most of them, when it goes up, uh, sorry, when it goes down, it's because they've left for a better club. Yeah. Um, all due respect to Urchester, if you're getting an offer from yeah. a team in Holland that's a pro team, you're probably going to go to the pro team rather than Manchester. Um, we look at the league above as well. Um, and obviously with my association with Welly 18s, kind of we see those games coming through. So UCL games and kind of players that we're probably looking to sign in the summer more than more than right now, to be fair. So if you approach like a UCL player then, what how do you get them to leave that UCL come to the combination? Like obviously, no disrespect to Manchester <coughs> or the combination, but obviously UCL is a higher standard. How do you get them to step down a, a um, standard like? I think it's the magic of having Scouse at the helm, to be honest. Yeah. Um, obviously, you guys know Scouse. He's been around for a long time. Um, I think he's very much like myself. He's a Marmite coach. You either love him or you hate him. It's one way or the other, boys, isn't it? Um, and I think the draw of Scouse and the way that we're looking to take Urchester back up, um, I think Scouse has got a proven record of taking teams up with, obviously, Moulton going up to the higher leagues. Um, 
So I don't want to say it's on the promise of going up, but I feel we're strong contenders for that league. Yeah. So obviously I don't want to go into Urchus too much because obviously we've got the interview with Scouts coming up. But is that your is that your aim to get UCL, get promoted and um, I think we're looking to go into maybe the Spartan League, but that's obviously down to the gaffer yeah, to decide. Yeah. Um, I think he's more more the, the figures and what to do guy in that sense rather than myself. So, yeah, probably when he's on, it's probably the best time to ask him rather than myself. Yeah, nice. So, obviously, moving away from Merchester then, you're a scout at a high level, obviously Northampton Town. Yeah, um, yeah it's, a, it's a great role, to be honest. Um, I've been shadowing for like maybe eight, nine months with um, Ant Collett, who's probably one of the, the known Northampton Town scouts yeah. around. Um, if you've got a child, you've probably seen him at one of your games. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's it's new to me. Um, it is what it is. It's kind of as you, as you've seen on some of the stuff that we've looked online, or that you've looked online. Rather, I was with Peterborough um, for a little bit. So coming back Scott. to the home club that I've got a big tattoo <laughs> yeah. of on my shoulder yeah. probably helps out a little bit. Yeah, so yeah. how does the scouting work now, Lord? How because you I always have an image of a scout just going around to certain fields and watching games, like. Has it changed from then? Um, at the cobbler's level, so compared to some of my other scouting roles, I think you're probably bang on correct, mate, yeah. to be fair. Um, we obviously go out to certain games. Um, wouldn't want to tell you those games. Yeah. I want, wouldn't <laughs> want parents to be expecting and all that kind of stuff. Can you tell us um, the standard of them games? Are they youth football? Are they um, so grassroots levels at the minute yeah. um, is what we kind of look at for the academy. So for me personally, I'll be looking for under sixes and above um, to about under 16s. Yeah. Um, at the current time, obviously, every time the the year jumps up, we're obviously looking for the lower the lower yeah. age groups and above. Um, really competitive teams at the current time. So, um, for me personally, I know that our under nines because that's where I was coaching at last season for like a grassroots side. Really, really, really strong side. We've got a couple of lads lined up for you then. <laughs> <laughs> Do a job for you. We've got a few two kids there. We've got another one coming up. That's the joy of working <laughs> in football as well. So obviously, touching back on Urchester, a lot of the lads have got lads that are at that age yeah. um, and go to things like, um, don't want to be like, giving out free bits for people, but um, Brothers Academy at Owen yeah, yeah. a lot of the lads go there. Yeah, we've got them lined up as well. Get, yeah, get yeah, that, yeah, good guys, good guys. <laughs> um, and obviously Bob Lane, one of the Cobblers coaches, works for them as well. Yeah, nice. So he kind of knows how to coach people into what the Cobblers may or may not be looking for. Yeah. Are any of the lads at Urchester and pushing a kid on you? Like, yeah, um, have, a look, have a look, have a look. I think it's more the other way, if I'm honest. Um, I'm more like, I want to have a look at your lad. So yeah. a prime example is Lewis Leslie. He's a lad that I used to know from Wellingborough. Um, he's got a lad um, and he's at the Brothers Academy, I believe. I'm pushing him saying, when's he got games? I want to come and have a look. Come on, sort me out, boys. How many scouts in a, a, a cobbler's got? Are they got a big setup? Um, I think it's, obviously, number-wise, I'm not sure I'm allowed to talk about that, but I've got a feeling that for a club of their size, that they've got a fair amount. Yeah. 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 Nice. Nice. And then, okay, then, so moving away from the Cobblers, you're a scout at, would you say it's a bigger level? Um, Samoa national team? Um, it depends on what you see as a bigger level. <laughs> um, obviously, mean, it's a nation. For, for Yeah, that Samoa obviously is massive. But how did that come about, living in England? Like, Samoa is obviously miles and miles away. Yeah, it's a little bit of a distance. Well, it's not really, um, so I'm known as a bit of a walking coach because I don't drive, so I couldn't exactly walk to that way, <laughs> if I'm honest. <laughs> Um, so basically, when I qualified as a coach um, during lockdown, did a lot of extra like um, CPD, so like kind of just developing myself of seeing what I wanted to do, to be honest. Because obviously yeah. during lockdown we couldn't get out to games, um, so I did a bit of video scouting and got my kind of bits from there. And I saw an advert for Samella, <laughs> and the two guys that run it, one of them's from Portsmouth, uh, but he now lives in Samella or New Zealand, rather sorry. And the other chap, um, Jess, is like the technical director of Samella. He's done loads and loads of bits around England. Uh, America, 
think he went to Denmark as well at some point. Uh, yeah, um, so they, they obviously understand that it, I don't want to put it in this sense, but I think it's the only sense you can put it that when you look at England based people or English type yeah. people, many people around the world believe that England invented football. Yeah. <laughs> um, so for this moment to have a look at quite a few, because there's quite a few English lads that work for Samara as well. Exactly. Um, I obviously believe that, yeah, it's yeah, the home of football. There. Nice. So looking then, so your job in England. So I've done a bit of research, found on the census, there's only 233 Samoans in England, which is a tiny number. It is. How many of them people are eligible to like, uh, I'll say they all will be eligible, but how young enough to go and play for Samoa? Um, well, obviously we've got to kind of look at um, if they're into football, it's probably a good start. Um, I know some people might think that Samoa are not the biggest nation in the world, but they still look for quality for their nation, just as... Gareth Southgate supposedly looks for quality for England, <laughs> um, but James, overlooks quite a few, clearly. James, James Madison, Madison yeah. Night, yeah. Oh, God, he was immense last night, really, boys. Um, but generally, the ones that are in England are of a good standard. So a prime example is um, Kaya Cahill, um, who you boys might not have heard of, but you've definitely heard of his dad. Um, his dad's Tim Cahill, who used to be at oh, Everton. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so Tim Cahill, by rights, should have played for Samoa. Um, yeah. But obviously, Australia was a bit more of a bigger draw. Yeah. <laughs> What's the chances then of getting him to choose Samoa over Australia? Well, the current time he played in our under-19s OFC Championship, um, where we did a bit more, or a bit better, sorry, terrible English there, than we expected. Um, and he played in that. He was captain for us. Um, to be fair, he played quite well. Um, he's got a younger brother as well. So hoping, yeah, yeah, fingers yeah, crossed, yeah. he comes with. Um, and the gaffer, Ali, um, my boss at Samoa, told us of another lad that's at Man City. Um, so with all due respect, if he's good enough for Man City, he's yeah. definitely good enough yeah, for Samoa. Yeah, of course, yeah. Um, yeah. So the Cahill brothers then, are they, is there, obviously not going to be nowhere near their old man yet, but is there? Is there oh, the potential's there. Potential, um, yeah. Obviously different levels. Um, with Tim Cahill, Premier League legend, isn't he, yeah. boys? Um, any Everton fan worth their salt would, would put him in his best starting yeah. 11, I would suspect, surely. Um, there is potential there, and obviously they're quite young, and the expectation on them is quite high due to who their old boy is, um, which could be awkward, but so far, um, the older brother, Kaya, has been living up to that expectation yeah, for nice. us personally. Yeah, right. um, to captain a side when you've not even made your debut for the side, must suggest that you've got something about you. Yeah. So where is he playing football at the minute? Um, I believe it's somewhere in Qatar. Oh, really? Um, yeah, but he was playing for Macclesfield, surprisingly. <laughs> um, I think it was before they had their money troubles, Yeah. Um, when they were in the Football League. Oh, right, so nice. he's had a good football yeah, education. Not... Yeah. Um, and I think he's been on trials and bits and bobs here. Um, but I presume Qatar are probably playing in big yeah. bucks. Yeah, yeah. Uh, nice. But again, it's kind of the sort of a legend syndrome again, isn't it? You'd kind of expect that if your dad was half decent, well, that's yeah. that's what I kind of work <laughs> on at Urchester with them boys. Yeah. Like, as I said with Lewis Leslie, I'm thinking his son's going to be half decent because, uh, <laughs> yeah, Lou's half decent, yeah. Well, I'll tell you, Jason's probably decent, but he won't know. <laughs> yeah, oh, that's a bit harsh, isn't it? No, Still bitter about the Man United game. I'll see how it is, yeah. Arsenal fans, I'm going to get a dense back where I could fit him in. Um, <laughs> no, so, so, obviously, out of that 233, then, if you did come across a decent player, how does the process work? Like, would you um, sort of send them off to Samoa, or would he train here? And Well, pretty much that, yeah. Um, so, when somebody has been identified, so a prime example, um, forgive me that I can't remember her name, um, we had a women's tournament quite recently for Samoa 
we found a lady that played for the University of Nottingham. We checked her heritage, put her through all the, the checks. So obviously the technical director does all the checks and all those bits and bobs. Um, and I think maybe six to eight weeks later, she flew out to Samoa and was making her debut. Oh, nice. Yeah, so kind of when it happens, it happens quick and yeah, it's yeah. fast, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so out of that under-19s that um, Kaya played in, I think out of the 25-man squad or the 20-man squad, I think our scouts looked or found 75% of that team. Yeah. Mm. Nice. Yeah, so nice. Having a good effect on so, them, man. Doing a good job. Have you, uh, you been granted a holiday or a work, work trip um, to Samoa? Not as yet, but I'm going to dig the gaffer out here um, at Samoa. He said that if I can... Um, get us on a podcast and kind of get us on Football Manager, which we'll obviously discuss in a minute. He was like, um, I'll send you over some, some other bits of bobs for yourself and your son. So yeah, I'll nice, take that on the nice. chin, to be fair. I'm happy to bowl around Northampton in a Samoa shirt. <laughs> I'll just point out to him, you're not paying me for this. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, that's good though. Um, so where do you prefer to work? Obviously, is, have you got a favourite club yet? Um, so your weekends, where are they taken up? Are they Urchester scouting or were they oh, it's, scouting? My, my weekends are busier than most, I would suggest. So I've got um, a nine-year-old lad, or it will be nine in a couple of weeks. Um, so my Saturday morning start off either scouting for the Cobblers or watching him play. Yeah. Um, and then, because I don't drive, as I said, a really quick lift from one of the lads from Urchester to wherever Urchester playing. Um, and obviously staying for a few beers after games, which I'm sure you boys um, do with yeah, your yeah. sides. <laughs> That's amazing uh, part of it. It is, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the social side is really good. Um, and to be fair, the group of lads we've got at Urchester, really, really good guys. Um, all look after each other. So when the chips are down, even in like outside life, yeah. um, they'll look after you. So like, I personally had a few issues and um, our right back, Ash Stewart, kind of scouts his brother, fully there to support you. And text, texting him at one o'clock in the morning, he's texting me back, telling me it's all right yeah, and stuff yeah. like that. So it's, it's nice to have a group of lads that will look after each other. Yeah, nice. Um, so previously, then, yeah, obviously, scouting journey don't stop at Urchester, Cobblers, or Samoa. You've, we worked in Denmark and Spain as well, like. Yeah. Was that how did that come about again? Was that um, the case of? So they, they were video scout roles. Um, so obviously, during the lockdown, video scouting was the only way of scouting. Um, even big time scouts weren't allowed into grounds, yeah. which I presume for a lot of clubs of recruitment at that time was outrageously hard work. Mm. Um, so I started off at Odenes Bowl Club in Denmark in um, the Danish Superliga. Um, That's the top tier, isn't it? It yeah. is, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, Connie, listeners, as I said to yourself, might know um, a bowl club from their time of playing in the Champions League. They played Arsenal a few times. Um, and it was that was a really good eye-opener to what was needed for a scout. Um, every club obviously has different aspirations or attributes they want for their, their players. Um, and there it was looking at like American League, so the, the second league of the MLS. Right. Um, and then looking around at kind of like the secondary leagues, Poland um, and kind of European leagues that were secondary, that were a little bit more um, better value for money on players. Because yeah. obviously clubs that are in the Danish Super League are not the big like spending powers like the Premier yeah. League. Um, one of the club players that I remember there distinctly was a fella called Emmanuel Savi. Really, really quick winger, really, really good player. They got him from like some college team in America and you could see that he needed to make the step up. And as soon as he came to them, he obviously made the step up. Yeah. Um, did, yeah. So I'm personally surprised that he hasn't gone on to bigger things since I've is been he, there. Do you know, is he still there? Is he? I think he is still there. Yeah. Yeah. At the current time. How, how old is he now? I think he's going to be 23, 24. Yeah. Do you reckon he'll make a step or is it? I would like to hope so. 
but it would suggest to me there might be some other issues at play, um, which we all know looking at like Ravel Morrison. Yeah, yeah. He yeah. should be like the best player in the world ever, should he not? Um, yeah. But obviously issues outside of football have really stumped his progression in, in the world of football. So just another quick thing. Can you explain to us what video scouting is? Yeah, of course, of just course. Um, so I'm not sure how much you boys know, but there's kind of like different bits and bobs that you can use. So um, there's Instat, um, so you get videos of clubs. So basically that's what would happen. We get sent four or five games a week, so full-length okay. games. Yeah. Um, we'd either get told to look at both the home team and the away team or a particular player. It all depended on like the demands of yeah. the head of recruitment at the time. Um, for me, mostly when I was at um, Bowl Club, it was kind of, I was more of an opposition scout. I'd be looking at the teams that we were looking to play. On the occasion, there'd be X, Y, and Z player they're desperate to have a look at. Yeah. Um, but it wouldn't just be one scout that would look at. I mean, it'd be like the whole team. I think they had like 20 scouts. The whole team would look at that one player just to make sure that two sets of eyes or three sets yeah. of eyes or four <laughs> sets of eyes are not going to go, yeah, he's really good. Or they might have a link. So when you get into European football, lots of people know people who know people. Yeah. So you might have a player that knows an agent, that knows a manager, that knows another agent, that knows a scout, that yeah. might be a bit sneaky in trying to get that player in that club. Um, so that's kind of why you get more than one opinion on the player. Because okay. if you were a scout and your best mate was half decent and you knew could command a bit of a wage, yeah. and you'd, you'd want to be like, I know this kid every time he's on social media, yeah, he's my best mate and all that business. Um, so that's why they kind of do a bit of due diligence. I think that's the right word of looking at players. Yeah, yeah. Have you ever suggested anyone to a team that they've signed? And he's I've suggested many to a team that they've not really signed. Um, yeah, it's a difficult, difficult process um, because obviously when I was first going into those kind of roles, I was a bit of a naive scout at that point. So I didn't really have any um, info beyond my claims, like any, yeah. any weight beyond my claims of I'm saying this player's really good. But then you speak to Ole, who was the head of recruitment, and he's like, yeah, he's a good player, but not for this level. No. Um, which is sound because then obviously you understand and develop your understanding of what's required in those yeah. leagues because I'll be truthfully honest with you the first I knew about them was from watching them play Arsenal or playing on a football manager with them that's not really going to help you in a scouting role unless you kind of watch many games from their leagues and stuff like that um, so yeah it's, it is what it is yeah yeah, nice. Oh, you mentioned football manager there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're going to be on there then. With, oh, uh... second time in a row, boys. Second time in a row. <laughs> so who were um, you on there with? Um, with Ob for the with first OB, time, yeah, yeah. Um, and then obviously this time with Samala. Yeah, nice. Yeah. So you're yeah. going to be playing as yourself. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Of course I am. Yeah, yeah. I'm not even going to lie, lie guys. Like, I've, of course I've hired myself and fired myself. Yeah. Get yourself of a course. job at United or somewhere. Uh, well, no, well yeah, not that, that. not that United though. Um, I think there's only one United in the Premier League, yeah. and for me that's obviously Leeds. So. Yeah. So, um, yeah, look, we're talking about elsewhere, he scouted. Um, you were at the Scum for a little while. Uh, Peterborough, sorry, for a little while. Uh, yeah, but it's probably one that we should glaze over a little bit yeah. <laughs> with um, the cobbler's tattoo I've got on my arm. Didn't really yeah, go yeah. To, down too well, at Peterborough, to be fair. Yeah, I don't want to get you the sack. No. <laughs> sack of the cobbler's now. Um, no, that's sound, that's sound. Um, so, your other job then as well, we didn't cover. I mean, you, how do you... And there's, you... there's one more of the scouting jobs there, to be fair. So, oh, sorry, kind of into yeah, um, so I was at Villa CF in Spain. Oh, right, yeah. So that was the fourth tier, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, so Secunda Division, Group 04. Yeah. Um, so kind of similar to like, I'd say between Championship and League One. So yeah, the, nice. yeah, so there's quite a few um, Groupos in that that area. So yeah. that was a little bit more intense, that job. There was a lot more that they'd want us to look at, but it was more individual players. Okay. Um, and they'd look all the way up to like the highest league because there might be that kid that's just about to get released because he might not be quite good enough for them. Yeah but it'd definitely be good enough for Velez. Right, yeah. And then you'd look down below because there'd be players that have world is at their club 
And then as soon as they put that step up, they weren't quite there. Yeah. So it's that that hard mentality of looking at this player and this player and this player and this player. But all the clubs that I've mentioned so far are really progressive in their scouting. So like OB, Velez, Urchester as well. I guarantee you there is no other club in Urchester's league that have got as many scouts and a head of scouting as we have. No, that's crazy. That's crazy. Um, yeah, so I was going to say, when do you get time to sleep? Because I think you've got another job, haven't you? Uh, obviously, well in the town, team's manager. Yeah, well, I've got a couple as well. So at the Cobblers on a Monday, I do their skills development centre. Oh, right, um, nice. My goals. Oh, um, good. Yeah, so, yeah, I live on my own, boys. So <laughs> keeping myself busy, because obviously when we were younger, we were all naughty boys and stuff like that. Um, and just to keep myself out of trouble. The more and more I'm involved with football, the more and more it gives me no time for idle thumbs and all that business. Yeah. No, nice. Nice. So it's, is there any lads at Wellingborough Town and the under-18s? How are they getting on? I had a look online. Couldn't find a game, to be honest. I found one of the leagues and it was saying it was all the games were void. What's that about? Um, I think you needed to click on it, like another little bit of the page. Oh, right. Okay. <laughs> um, well, I, I did look at the dates and I couldn't find <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, I think you were probably looking at the lockdown season. Um, if you just literally click on a little bit below and drop down to this season, you'll come see our results. I thought I did that and I couldn't find it still, no. But yeah, they're there, they're there. But they're getting on all right, are they? Um, yeah, we had a good start to the season. Pre-season was really good, so I took the team over in pre-season. Um, our first game was against the Reses. Yeah. Um, we were nil-nil at half-time, which I'm well proud of. Um, <laughs> yeah. Not telling the end result, because it might have been a little bit of a tonk and yeah, it might have been a bit unfair, but hey, it is yeah, what it yeah, is. Yeah, then yeah. we went on for a bit more of a pre-season, where we went unbeaten in pre-season. Um, we were top of the league for a little bit. Um Gained some rivalries um, due to many factors. I presume, as I said to you boys, maybe before the interview or during the interview, that I am just like Scouse, a man, my coach, who either love me or hate me. Um, and I'm not sure if we can swear on the podcast, but yeah, I'm very yeah. good at the shousery yeah. um, and playing the mind games. Um, I don't want to cause any issues, but ask some of my previous um, opponents how good I am at the shouse <laughs> stuff. Well, um, that's the sort of football we love, though. Yeah, that's what makes it yeah. what it is. Isn't it? Um, it is, but you've got to be very careful, obviously, at the youth level because um, it is a youth level. Yeah. Um, and sometimes, obviously, because I'm quite new to the youth level, so I was kind of like the assistant manager at Welly last year. I came in to help rather than the assistant manager. Um, when you go from adult football, where you can say certain swear words, going down to under 18s, but you can't say certain swear words, it's yeah. a bit difficult. And naturally, I'm a swearer, so I've done really well not to swear so much during the podcast already. Um, there's certain swear words that I love that... When we're in the dressing room, it's. Oh no, but wait, I yes, love that word as well. Yes, that particular word, yeah. But obviously, anyway. the mentality of the 18, so I had to have a whole rebuild. Um, so the previous gaffer last year had a lot of second years. Um, this season, when I came in, there was like four players. Um, so I worked really hard during the pre season, bringing players in. I feel we've got a good standard now. My goalkeeper, hate to say it, but he's on uh, trial at Peterborough United. Oh, right, yeah. Um, to be fair, is probably one of the best goalkeepers in in this youth league. Um, but when you're six foot three or six foot four, you're probably <laughs> going to be great at under 18 level. Um, but we've got a really good set of players, um, all really hard working and surprisingly well, well behaved for 18s. Um, I'm a bit more of a Brian Clough type manager. I'll listen to your opinion after 20 minutes, but always realise yeah. that I'm in the I'm correct, yeah. uh, which which happens a lot. Um, but yeah, we play good style of football. Um, we played Ketchering a couple of weeks ago. A bit awkward that we got a bit of the side of a drubbing. We lost 5-0. Um, but when it was two set pieces, two penalties and one goal from open play, I'm taking so many positives from that. Yeah. Um, when their manager comes over to us at the end and was like, you guys have clearly been working on formations. You are tactically astute here. For me personally, the scoreline yeah, didn't really because, bother me. When someone yeah. says that to you, you know you're doing a good job. Yeah. So then any of your players at Wellingborough Town, are they 
sort of hitting you up to get you in it. Of course they are. Of course they are. Even, um, even um, yeah, so um, I'm sure Scouts won't mind me saying um, that we're looking at a couple of the lads from the 18s. Um, one of them in particular, so I'm going to name him because obviously uh, he's a good player, he's a good lad, and he's kind of sorted me out in the past with bringing his mates in to help us out. So a kid called Maynard, really, really good centre-half. Um, really, really good ability beyond his years. Um, I think he's only 17 or 18. Yeah. And if you looked at him, he's a big boy. Do you know what I'm saying? Um, gentle giant, but he won't he won't be happy with me saying that because <laughs> um, he gives off the effect that he's like a growling, vicious Rottweiler. Um, but he is a gentle giant when it comes to our team anyway. So that's good. That's what you want in a player, especially a centre-back who can turn it on for when he's playing football. Oh, God, yeah. So before he crosses the, the white line, as it were, he's really nice kid. He'll, yeah. he'll like... <laughs> I give him loads of grief, like, because he's because he's a big lad. Every time I go near him, I cower, like, geez, you're going to have me, lad, didn't you? And then I like give him the jukes when we're standing back a little bit. Um, but, yeah, as soon as he crosses that white line, he's a different sort of animal. Um, and that's the best way to describe him. I know that sounds quite passionate, but I wouldn't want to play against him. Um, being an 18-year-old, let alone being, like, 33, like, scares the shit out of me now. I'll tell you that for free. No, that's what football is about, though, isn't it? Obviously, do everything you can to win and then... Yeah, you know I mean, come off the pitch, you shake someone's hand, didn't you? That's it. That's the end of the game. He's got a lot of character about him, though, to be fair. So we had our goalkeeper sent off last Thursday against Cranfield. He was the first one to stick his hand up and go, I'll go and go and gaffer. Don't worry. <laughs> and you, you need that from your boys. Do you know what I'm saying? Go on, and you big them up. How did he get on in goal? <laughs> uh, well, um, right, now we can kill him off a little bit. Yeah. Uh, he made two class saves. Um, one of the other ones, I'm sure we thought match their day cameras were there or something because yeah. he did a little jump over the ball. Yeah. Um, and one thing that he's going to kill me for saying is, I'm sure... He forgot he was the goalkeeper yeah. and he looked like he was about to clear it off the line with his head and then stuck his hands up. <laughs> uh, but I'm sure he's going to murder me for saying that. So uh, probably won't be bringing any more yeah, players yeah. to my club. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, fuck him, send him Peter, bro. Oh, <laughs> he's too yeah. good for them. Yeah. Send him oh, Motley. Yeah. <laughs> nah, um, my son, is there anything else you wanted to get off? Um, yeah, yeah, just with, with the 18s at the current time. Um, obviously, as I said, we had to have a complete rebuild, which kind of did us a little bit in the summer. Um, but from a coach's point of view, I couldn't be happier with the lads. Um, there's a lot of them that are quite young, so like this fit, the 16, 17 age group um, from Wellingborough. So obviously, people from Wellingborough get a really bad reputation for no apparent reason. Um, and I think that's kind of a little bit of um, people from Northampton thinking one thing, which is completely different. Um, a lot of my lads, I would probably, people would describe that if you saw them in the street, you'd probably cross the other side of the road, you know, that kind of like mentality. Um, but when you get to know the boys, you realise that many of them have been treated badly um, because they're black lads that live in Wellingborough. They get a bit of grief off people that obviously have a stereotypical viewpoint from many, many moons ago. Um, but I'd like to kind of like help them out there, obviously being on a podcast saying that that is not the case anymore. No. Um, really down-to-earth kids, really nice boys, would literally do anything for anyone, um, which is nice to hear because these lads, you expect the 16, 17, 18-year-olds to be a certain type of person, yeah. <laughs> um, and these boys are certainly not that. Um, and the team mentality we've got is, is immense. Um, when someone's down or they're not playing very well, you'll have all the lads giving him a little cuddle, getting behind him, not genie back up to being the places we want to be. So obviously after the last two games, they haven't gone our way. Um, we've got Whitworths on Thursday, local derby. Yeah, um, last time we played them, five all went to penalties. We won on penalties. Big, massive brawl at the end. Yeah, nice. Uh, <laughs> from their manager and their team rather than a slot. But obviously, shit house three came into play again there. Um, 
and we had a record attendance on the day of 185 for an yeah, 18s nice. game. Really um, and obviously it's local derbies and stuff, but 185, like when I was 18, I, I barely saw three people yeah, watching yeah, me play football, yeah. let, let alone 185. Yeah, that's really yeah, good. Nice. Really nice. good. That's what I was going to say, that's at Whitworths, is it? Yeah, Yeah, it is at Whitworths, yeah. yeah. So if you can get over and support the lads, you know I mean, I'm sure it would be appreciated there. Oh, 100%, 100%, because... Yeah. Um, you can make your, your own judgment up of me being a man, my coach. <laughs> yeah. um, and you'll see some of my top tier shit out of me in, in, in the real life. Yeah, nice. Nice. Yeah. So, um, who are your lads got on Saturday there? Um, um, Urchie have got um, Spratton at home, yeah. well, at our gaff. Um, we're definitely trying to con- consolidate at the minute. So, obviously, we drew to all at the weekend. Um, I don't want to sound too big headed, but a draw for us at the current time is just the same as a loss. Um, we have a decent squad and I'm sure you guys with your experience in the leagues have seen the players we've got at our team um, and you kind of would expect expect us to be in that top three or four yeah. or maybe a little bit higher if I'm honest um, but we have got a good group of lads there that most have played at a high level so we kind of expect to be winning games our last home game wasn't pleasant um, but sometimes what can you expect from a team when you're playing a team from Corby yeah, um, yeah there was a little bit of Shouse me again, but I'll be honest with you. Um, giving them a bit of grief about something or other, and then having to swallow my words when they put a cross that was a goal, but was quite clearly a cross in the last few minutes to sink us away. Yeah, nah, so, um, oh, I asked the same thing to Scouts there, um, but obviously, Blizzworth, there was a bit of, bit of trouble online. Um, they Scouse giving a message to send to them saying, obviously, good luck, look forward to playing you. And Scouse is called as you like. Is there anything you want to say to him? I'm going to follow the gaffer's lead on this yeah, one, to be yeah, fair. Um, I think we'll just let our football do our talking. Yeah. Um, I think that's the only way you can go about it nowadays, to be fair. Um, honestly, they've got a good side. Um, and I think they'd say the same about us. Um, I think we have that mutual respect that obviously, whatever happened online was. It is what it is, boys. It's just football, isn't it? Um, but I feel that one of our members of staff that we had last year at Moulton when we were there, um, Dave Chopper, um, was at Lizzie for a bit and kind of left there. Um, but obviously, they're a good side. They wouldn't be competing if they didn't have a good side. Um, so, yeah, maybe you want to talk it over to Gaffer a bit more, yeah, see what yeah, his feelings so, are. Yeah. No, this so. is what you want to see, though. You want to see these Oh mate, hundred percent to the point where I've I realised that maybe I'm a little bit too old for that level. <laughs> but it's made me pull my boots back on. I think I'm training with a Sunday league team that a couple of the Urchester lads play with, just because I've got that buzz again. You know, yeah. when you're just watching a game and you think, I'm getting on a bit now. I need to start <laughs> playing a bit of football before the legs and the back and the knees don't work anymore. Yeah, I, I said the same to Blizzy. Like you say, they said the same. Mate. Look forward to playing, yeah. But they, another thing they said, it's all just respect. It's lads that want to win football games. There's nothing in it. It's banter and it's a bit of fun. And you know what I mean? It's just, just they want to win football games. That's all it is. 100%. Day, let's, yeah. let's not get it twisted. We're not a Premier League football team. No. Do you know what I'm saying? We don't have to be quite as diplomatic as like some of the Premier League managers. Um, so say on that kind of rule of thumb, it's mutual respect, as you said. Yeah. So they've obviously got a good team. Their ground's a good ground. Mm. Um, and we think they're going to be up there. Well, hopefully we'll be up there as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's just mutual respect. They've got some really good players. Um, and I presume, as I said before, they'd say that we've got the same. And I'd like to think that we'd want a few of theirs and they'd probably want a few of ours. Um, and that's kind of how football is, isn't it? You always like look at the players that from other teams that you'd want to bring into your own. And I presume that's what we're both doing in order to get in a little bit of grief online. Yeah. Uh, so, um, obviously, Jay, then. Do you know you lads got the weekend? 
Uh, I don't. I can't remember. No, no. I can't remember where we got this weekend. No. Oh, well, I say it was a better performance from you boys this weekend, wasn't it? So yeah, hopefully it'll be another step up this weekend. Um, Sam, obviously, thanks for coming on. No problem. Really appreciate it. appreciate you being so open and honest. Yeah, no problem. Um, obviously, to everyone else playing this weekend, just want to say a massive thanks to everyone that's listened as well. And if you're playing this weekend, just stay safe. Hope there's no injuries. Um, and yeah, thanks for listening and look forward to hearing us again. Cheers. Cheers, folks. Cool.